Unplanned trick. We're back in the Deep Space Nine world this week with the episode Dr. Bashir, I presume, and going on title alone when I was with Andrew Hogan last week. I assume this was going to be a holodeck episode where Dr. Bashir plays the James Bond, although not legally James Bond, character. Um, that's not the case. This is an episode where Dr. Lewis Zimmerman, who created the EMH, or um, Emergency Medical Hologram, that is seen in most episodes of Voyager, he comes on the station to try to make a better medical hologram, this time for long-term use, and is going to use Dr. Bashir's likeness for it and mannerisms and social insecurities um so that that's the basis of the episode um and the title of the episode comes from dr zimmerman saying that um to dr bashir when they meet before the credits dr bashir i presume um the secondary storyline in this episode well uh, well i haven't really explored the first one so but okay i've I've introduced it we'll do the secondary one secondary storyline is the rom lita romance um and how Rom simply can't ask her out. Um, the primary storyline is Dr. Bashir um, and his mum and dad um, basically having an argument over a family secret, that being that Dr. Bashir is genetically engineered or enhanced, which they've kept secret up until this episode. Um it's, it's a good episode of Deep Space Nine. We get to see most of our favourite characters. Some of them get more screen time than others, but that's the case in any Trek, isn't it? So let's, that, that's the synopsis of the episode. Let's go into it a bit deeper and see what happens in our Is regular segment. Christmas? Or is it better than Spark Okay, it is not as bad as Chrysalis. Nothing has been yet. Um, if you haven't watched Chrysalis, though, since we started this pod, go back and watch it. It is an appalling episode, but a very entertaining podcast that I did with Andrew Hogan. So it's um, available wherever you're listening to this. So have a listen to that one as well. It is not as good as Spock and Mock. It is a decent episode, though. I'd give it a solid oh, probably 8 out of 10. Um so it's close, but no, it is not as good. The other part I add to this is if I was watching Star Trek for the first time, would I continue watching? I think this was engaging enough for me to want to go around again. So, yeah, if this was my first introduction of Trek, I would keep on going. The Riker Medal. First of all, honourable mention goes to Lita and Morn. Morn um, got a dubbo, whatever that means, and went in for a huge hug with Lita. She pushed him away. Um, a recoil on an advance does not get you a Riker medal point. Let me just get you an honourable mention. Honourable mention. Don't worry, I'll edit that bit out. There are points this week. Of course, there is Lita 
and Dr. Lewis Zimmerman. They go out for dinner. Not only that, he goes back to her quarters, gives her some flowers, and she answers the door wearing only a towel for some narrative reason, and at one point the towel gets lost, to which she isn't too fast at, you know, changing the situation. Like, she doesn't, you know, she just goes, oh, look at that, you know, look at that happen. She didn't reach over to get the towel quickly or run away in embarrassment. Um... It is what it is, is kind of the um, philosophy she took to that moment. So they both get a point for that. And Lita and Rom both get a point for their huge snog outside the airlock um, while Zimmerman was going away because now they're finally together. They have found love. And I hope you have too. Captain Jean-Luc Picard, medal. Being positive, and I give out positive votes each week to the three um, characters that have caught my attention and held it throughout the 40-odd minutes of the Star Trek episode. This week, we are giving one vote to Morn. He doesn't leave the bar, does he? And he plays Darbo, and he has success, and he has a go. He tries He tries it on with Leader. He um, gets pushed away. But in not many episodes of DS9 now, he has tried with Dax and he's tried with Leda and we're encouraging him by giving him a point. Two votes this week go to Dax. She loved Bashir's parents being on board, but not just for the sake of them being on board. She loved the social awkwardness that it brought out too and she smiled all the way through it. And as a fan of socially awkward things, I can't help to recognise that that quality in others and for her just really being, um, yeah, being a fan of it, I'm giving her two votes. But three votes this week goes to Quark. And I don't think I've ever given him positive votes before, but he's well and truly deserving of it. His brother is not having a good time and he lends him the Hollow Sweet program, Vulcan Love Slave Part 2, The Revenge. And although Rom didn't look too thrilled by having it, I know I would have been. And I want to see more. That's where this episode took a sinister twist for me. I think we should have just gone on the holodeck for the rest of the episode and seen what that that program was about. But no, we had to follow we had to follow Rom and his bumbling attempts at romance. What would have you preferred? Let me know at Unplanned Trek. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. We're yin and yangs here, and we've done the positive bit. Now let's look at the negative bit. The three characters that either frustrated, annoyed, or just did the wrong thing in this episode need to be highlighted and given points. The winner at the end of this year holding the most points, will have the Keiko O'Brien medal named after them. And at the stage of recording this, Keiko O'Brien, I don't think, has even got one point in this medal. So it seems unfair that she has the medal named after her. It will change. Don't you worry. When it came on close to the end of the year, so there's not much time for people to steal votes and become the leader on this. Let's see if it influences a bit today. One vote. Lita. I was... Basically, my main issue with her is... That she finds Rom attractive. He is the dumbest character out of the lot. He, there's, I can't think of a redeeming quality. Like, why is she with him? It makes no narrative sense. She could be with anyone else on the station. Don't be with Rom. 
That's my that's that's my main gripe. She should have gone with Lewis. Why don't why why not go back to Jupiter or Mars or wherever he's stationed and run the cafe? That sounded like a great idea. Oh, staying back with Rom instead? No, that's got that's got that's a head scratcher. That is. If you can understand that, let me know because I don't get it. Two votes, Rom, for all the attempts of being able to protest and present his love. He just couldn't do it. He came up with such stupid reasons for talking to her, like, I want to come to your quarters tomorrow and fix your replicator. And, you know, she called it out early. I know he likes me, she said to, to Quark. Yet even even though she knew and he knew, they still couldn't get it together. Um, yeah, so just for basically taking taking eternity and testing the patient. She was about to leave that station, buddy. You're lucky that she stayed because... She had opportunities with Zimmerman, mate. She got two Riker Metal points this episode. That didn't have to happen if you'd acted a little bit faster. I thought all along he was going to get three votes, but I ended up giving them to Richard Bashir, essentially for being tricked by a hologram into getting out of the open the whole family secrets that he's been hiding for 25 years or more. This has led him to being penalised, not only three Keiko O'Brien points, but also two years of his life in a New Zealand penal colony. And I assume that it would be the same one that Tom Paris is occupying at around the same time. I say I assume, like I don't want to take this for granted, but it could also be a possibility that all of New Zealand is a penal colony in the 24th century. Um, maybe that's what New Zealand is now, that it's just a place that you dump all your um, Federation convicts. Or it could be that, hey, there's a colony there and Tom Paris is missing somewhere. We know where he is. Um, um, take his spot in the, same, in the same penal colony. So I don't know if there's more than one penal colony in New Zealand. That, that's essentially my point. But I'll tell you who's going to find out. Richard Bashir, that's who. of the episode there are a couple of good lines in this episode the first one was Bashir who said to his father you used to be my father now you're my architect and that hurt like that was a big slap in his father's face who to be fair took it because it was true but I thought the line of the episode goes to Quark when he said to uh, to Lita he said um, take those brains of yours back to the Darbo table where the customers can have a good hard look at them. And to be honest, that he probably wasn't talking about her brains. It, um, she looked a little bit offended. I found it quite offensive, but it was a memorable line all the same. And I'm not here to judge the merit of the line, just the most memorable line of the episode is essentially what this is. So I hope I'm not being disrespectful in any way, but I guess I'm aware that I am being that because otherwise I wouldn't say that comment, would I? Um, is it the line of the episode? I don't know. You tell me. Again, send me a tweet at Unplanned Trek. Well, guys, that about does it for this week. There's a lot to unpack in that episode, and I did quite like the episode, except for the bits with Ron. <laughs> um, did you like it? I'd really like to know. Um, and I hope you like what we're doing here at, um, at Unplanned Trek. 
I've spun the wheel and we're going to be doing a next generation episode, which I don't think we've visited there for a little while. So that's going to be fun. We're going to look at an episode called The Host. And given that I'm the host of this podcast, I might feel a little bit of jealousy on this one. So we'll see what happens there. But until then, have a very good week. Have a safe week. Live long and prosper. All of all of the good bits, guys. Thanks for listening. It's just Catch you not soon. what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned track. Unplanned.